You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's up? What's happening? Welcome everybody to Off Topic Sports, man. It's your boy, Big Woo. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, with my man James J.T. Thompson He's here I guess the rest of the fellas Gonna get in In a little while uh, But thanks everybody Listening live At BigWooRadio.com Everybody download The Big Woo Radio app In your Google Play Store And all of our iPhone people To search us out On their podcast app On their phone We definitely appreciate you For doing that If you wanna get in On the program Talk about anything Football Anything sports here on Off Topic Sports is 704-489-3316. 704-489-3316. That'll get you in if you want to. And if you're listening via the uh, website, you can chat with us. Just uh, hit us up in the chat if you got a comment or question or anything. We'll be happy to answer that for you, man. But right now, let me shout out a couple of these sponsors, man. Woodforce National Bank. Please go to woodforce.com. Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Gas in North Carolina. 24K Rise of Rock Hill. Go to 24KRise.com. TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Warren Publishing. Clover Parks and Recreations. Winthrop University. Porter Decals. The Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players Basketball. Coach Chris Thomas. To connect the group, Mr. Kevin Glover. New Soul Music, Mr. Dark Eyes. Black Toby Society. Some guy named Jay. Spring Hill Credit Solutions. GraySheepDigital.com That's G-R-E-Y SheepDigital.com Below the deck Mr. Nick Fultz Enterprise Management Tony Nicole uh, SMG Mr. J-Lock And All About Us Radio uh, Again thank you everybody hey, Joining well, us live here at BigWoolRadio.com Got my man James J.T. Thompson What's going on player? Oh uh, man it's a, it's a great sports weekend That's how I look at it Sports weekend but AFC and NFC deciding championships. And, and and my question to kick the show off to you, Wu, is is there a way that the Super Bowl could possibly be boring in, in, uh, mm. considering who may make it? Well, nope. I think uh, it would have been that way had the Titans made it, but it looks like so far. It looks like the Kansas City Chiefs are going to hold on to win. I think, I think that game is about, what, two or three minutes left in that game, JT? Yeah, about two minutes left in the game. So I think either way, I think it's going to be exciting now, especially um, if uh, Kansas City goes through because Patrick Mahomes is an exciting player in itself. So uh, with Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, I I don't think it's going to be boring whether you have Green Bay Packers or – the um, 49ers because now you if the 49ers win you got a great defense that's uh, uh, su- supposedly a great defense or, or um, it looks like a great defense on the surface they've been playing well they've been rushing the quarterback and all that we'll see uh, how it goes but um, uh, the, the was supposed to be the top rated defense going against probably the the uh I'm yeah the top rated offense in the NFL. So I I think you'll have excitement that way. Now if Green Bay happens to make it, now you got the veteran Aaron Rodgers who's also uh a quarterback uh like Patrick Mahomes. They can run and make plays with their feet. They can, you know, they can make uh, passes on the move, on the run, you know, sidearm slinging, you know, behind the back 
tossing, no-look passing quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be exciting either way. It could have been boring had the Titans went and then, you know, just tried to pound the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Because, you know, Ryan Tannehill, let's just let's face it. I mean, he he's played well this year as, as coming in for um, as a backup quarterback. But, you know, not not very exciting to watch play. So, you know, and that Titans, as much as we like to see Derrick Henry pound that ball, and it, he can be exciting to to watch running the ball, but, you know, I don't want to watch somebody just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. You know, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be exciting either way as we welcome in JB, Mr. 299. What's going on, bruh? What's going on, Woo? What's going on, Off Topic, Big Woo Radio family? Ain't nothing, man. You got it. We just talking about uh, JT um, had posed the question: uh, Is the is the Super Bowl going to be boring now? Um, which I thought no. I thought now that uh, Kansas City Chiefs are in there, I think it's going to be exciting because Patrick Mahomes is exciting to watch. Travis Kelsey and uh, 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 what's the uh, Hill Tyreek Hill uh, that potent offense? I think um, I think they'll be fun to watch. JB, what do you think? I definitely, I definitely think it's going to be a great Super Bowl watching my 49ers play against this Kansas City what, what, Chiefs defense. They hadn't made it yet. They hadn't made it yet, JB. Let's, let's, not, well, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Well, Woo, regardless <laughs> of what you might say, and you don't want to acknowledge it, throughout, throughout this season, the 2019-20 season, San Francisco has consistently been a top three defense, one, two, or three at times, depending mm-hmm. on what week you want to look at. Sure. And then, and, and, and so when you, when you look at some of the things that I thought and that you thought that were going to be barriers for them to overcome late in the season, we see that they've made, they've made some of those corrections and we see that Green Bay only has one advantage and that's at the quarterback position. Sure. Aaron Rodgers can't come through and play as he did um, in the first game. Mind you, he was missing both of his tackles, which which does play a part in it, but you still have to look at the interior of that Green Bay offensive line and understand that's the true weak point of it. So if they show up and they don't and, and they don't and they play, you know, like they played that first game, then we're looking at a um, Kansas City San Francisco Super Bowl. Possibly, and and history history tells us. I mean, if you have a you know top defense um, that's dominant, and you have a serviceable quarterback, which Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely serviceable, maybe even a little bit more than serviceable. Um, uh, the, the, those teams normally win the Super Bowl, but I would I would have to say Kansas City with a uh, you know MVP caliber possibly a future Hall of Fame quarterback and a defense that's more than serviceable because that defense has been playing in the past, uh, you know, what, five or six, maybe more games. The defense has really stepped up, whereas, you know, Kansas City wasn't really known for their defense. So they've been playing some pretty good defense, um, kind of slacking a little bit in the first half, you know, but but that offense definitely is never out of the game when you're talking about Kansas City. And we'll talk more about the uh, the matchup between Green Bay and the 49ers a little bit later on. But I want to um, also get into um, 
some diva, some wide receiver diva talk. Uh, it's a lot of what is going on with the wide receivers in the NFL. I mean, why are they such divas? And they just, and not to say they get in trouble, but I mean, they do dumb stuff, man. I mean, they ain't out there, you know, smacking up women, beating up and killing nobody. But, but I mean, if you look at Odell Beckham Jr., what he's done got into, and 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 even Antonio Brown still. People been they've been still trying to give Antonio Brown chances, and he still keep messing up. He done lost his uh, uh Drew Rosenhaus quit on him, uh his agent. He done, he done quit on him, and um so we we'll we'll get into some of that diva talk here a little bit later on as well. Um, but going back to um the Forty ers and the Green Bay Packers, uh I, I wanted to bring JT in and, and get his thoughts on the um the Forty ers and Green Bay Packers. Do you think the Forty ers are going to make their way to the Super Bowl? Uh, they got a great chance, man. Uh, that defense can can get defense wins championships. I've forever been a, a believer of that, and the 49ers have the best in the league. And if it's predicated on how that defense plays, then they have a solid shot of being in that Super Bowl two weeks from today, mm. uh, without question. Uh, there's, they showed us, you know what I'm saying, how they can handle Green Bay one time and, I mean, Aaron Rodgers put it as, you know, well, this ain't the regular season. Right. This is when it counts. Right. So, I mean, you know, I still think, you know, the 49ers have a, a solid shot of winning. And you also know, a side note to it, State Farm is pulling for Green Bay, Green Bay to win because they employ both Mahomes and Rogers, and it would be a win-win for them. Absolutely, hey, State Farm is definitely rooting hey, for uh, Green Bay uh, to win this game. Yeah, JB. Two things, real quick. Understand something, if, if and, and JT, you know JT, when he speaks, I, I listen because if this game, depending on how this game is called, if it's close, this could go in Green Bay's favor, and I say this. You got to think the very first, you know, this would be what marked the 100th anniversary. And then, two, when you go back and you look at last time when Kansas City was in the Super Bowl, what, 1967, and when was the Super Bowl era first, uh, uh, first born? So, when you look at the history behind this, too, we got to watch this game and see if it's really close. And then another thing, are we going to talk about Antonio Brown having a bag full of uh, 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 of gummy penises when he threw at his girl in the in the police. <laughs> yeah, I I'm can, just saying. Yeah, we can talk about we can talk okay. about that in the in a little bit. But yeah, that's that's exactly what I want to talk about. Uh, 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 is the uh, wide receiver, the diva wide receivers that's going on right now? This, this just don't make any sense. But um, hey, whoa. yeah. Would you consider our receiver? But would you receive with Drew? You, um, in the Hall of Fame. Would you consider that diva like? Um. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he ran it on, and and you know, I, and rightfully so. I mean, it's a different type of diva that I'm talking about with uh, with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Antonio Brown compared compared to uh, Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson is is mad because he was snubbed from um, getting in the Hall Hall of Fame or being you know uh, selected to uh, the Hall of Fame because 
uh, he and he had every right to because he deserves to be in there he over does. over uh, Bill Cowher, Jimmy John, all these all these coaches that they seem to be wanting to put in the Hall of Fame, and it's like, I you know, to me as a coach going in the Hall of Fame, it's almost like I don't want to I don't want to compare them to kickers or punters or special team players, but but it's it's like yeah, the coach is a big part. Of whether you win or lose, I, I, I get it, I get that. But if you only got one Super Bowl under your belt, uh, you know, and 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 Jimmy Johnson probably more deserving than than Bill Cowher, but not yet, not yet. Let's get these players that was in, you know, the All Selection because uh, Drew Pearson was in what the top. Uh, uh, he was he was selected to he a. He was on the All. He was on the all decade. He was all on the decade. first right. all decade seventies team. Right. There you go. Um, and, there you go. Let's get was, those guys in was, first. And he was what? He was a three or four time Pro Bowl selection, three years, three years straight at one point. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean we, we just 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 from those accolades alone, Wu, like you said, he deserves to be in there. But when you look at the powers that be and you look at the shift in the voting and now they're also adding in what players do off the field rather than what they would do in between the lines. Yeah. I think I, I think I think it's bad, and, and you see that other players are being elevated and in getting into the Hall of Fame as opposed to the ones that should already be in. Right, and I, and I understand the Hall the Hall of Fame should be a prestigious. Um, you know, honor to be, you know, to be selected, to be, to be able to go in and, and wear that jacket. It, it definitely should be. You should have, um, uh, uh, you know, qualifications and you should have, you know, these uh, stats and uh, Super Bowls and this, that, and other. I agree with that. I, I understand. Um, but, you know, when it comes to you trying to go off of something that somebody did, 30 years, 40 years ago, man, you know, that's, you know, something that they might've got in trouble and whatever, whatever. That's, that's, that's the, that's past. That's, that shouldn't be uh, included in whether or not they get in. You just, you don't have to talk about that stuff. You know, you don't have to mention when you mention it in people going to the Hall of Fame that, that he was arrested for uh, whatever, whatever, you know, or he got in trouble for this or, or what have you. Just look what he done on the field. It should all come about, uh, uh, it all should be about what they done on the field and just leave it at that. Um, so well, yeah, well, Drew Pearson well, has, a, has right? a definite um, uh, gripe. Are they trying to right their wrongs? Because I, I, I'm believing now, like Luke Keekley just retired. Mm-hmm. Five years from now, I think that they're going to try to make him a first ballot Hall of Fame. I don't really, you know, what I'm saying, are they trying to right the wrongs of what they've done to like your Drew Pearsons, your Donnie Shells, where they ain't even get them in until years later? So guys like Keekley. And guys that are retiring now, um, my man out of New England, like they won't have to wait, you know, so long to get in the hall. Like they're gonna be first and second ballot Hall of Famer. Well, hey, I don't, hey, hey, I don't know if they writing their wrongs. I don't know if they writing the wrong by by leaving leaving Drew Pearson out. I don't, I don't, I, I don't agree with that. So, I mean, as far as like Luke no, Keekley writing writing the wrongs by not letting guys like Keekley wait, by you know, so oh. twenty and. Uh, ten and twenty years to get in, like they gonna get in, right? You know, like right after they when they're eligible, I think they gonna vote them on in as opposed to Drew Pearson. 
they didn't get that right. That man should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? And, yep. and my thing was, are they trying to write that now by letting guys in sooner? Well, I think that's a I think that's a bad move to try to do something like that. I definitely don't agree with that. I mean, you got to look at Luke Kuechly and, and and see what he's done and his contribution to the game and and stuff like that. I don't think you should just go okay. So since we 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 messed up on Drew Pearson, so we we gonna do right by you know you know these these new guys that's coming out that's retiring early and 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 may not even deserve you know first ballot hall of fame you know if they didn't put luke keekley if they didn't put luke keekley in, in in the first hall of, uh, first ballot hall of fame i wouldn't be mad as great as he is and you know he's 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 had more tackles than anybody uh that's that's coming in the league the same time he has uh, so, you know, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't put Luke Keekley as the first battle Hall of Famer because he didn't really, you know, uh, to me, he didn't win a Super Bowl. He didn't, you know, those, those things you got to take in consideration. Go ahead, JB. I would think that there's, there's two players, if you really want to look at their careers and say, okay, they were cut short early or they walked away from the game early. But, Bo Jackson and Patrick Willis. Bottom line, you, you really got to take these guys right now and you have to look at their position and, and somehow on the, offensive, on the offensive stand side equate it to what he did defensively. But what Keekley did, we all know Keekley was nowhere in the league where Patrick Willis was when he came out of Ole Miss. Right. And with him and Navarro Bowman, they rang terror on the NFL as the best inside linebacker tandem for about three, four, three, five years, three to five years. Yeah. So I, I understand what you're saying, but if you really want to set the standard, then we got to look at guys like Patrick Willis. You know, we got to look at guys on the offensive ball that put up ex- exceptional numbers. Because remember, when Barry Sanders retired, there was a question whether or not he was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Because really? he walked away at the at the time he walked away from the game, you know. So, excuse me. We we got to keep these things in mind and, and yeah. really take into consideration what position they played and how effective and 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 and, and how dominant they were at that position. Right. I don't think Luke Kuechly's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I would say second ballot. Well, and, uh, yeah, and, and absolutely. Me, I wouldn't be mad either way. I mean, because Luke Keekley just, you know, being able to watch him as closely as I was able to watch him and the things that he done and the way he played and the way he, he um, the, the way he, I think he was, he was a, a defensive player of the year twice, maybe. Uh, I know, he, I think he got two, two years in a row, I you do believe. What? Yeah, no, well, well, he was rookie. He was rookie um, defensive player of the year. And then, and then he became defensive player. That you know what? I take that back. Wolf. I take that back because I think Luke Lee played eight years in the league, nine years. Yeah. And he was a Pro Bowl selection. He was a Pro Bowl selection every year until the year that he. I think he missed a year. Yeah. One yeah, year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I so think I he... take that back. He would be considered a first ballot, but then we have to look at two. This Eric Wolf. Look at the era and the time. The game has changed. Sure. More game. Sure. Um, more plays per game. So when you look at the tackle, but the one thing I give Keekly is this. When you look at Keekly in person, and you, I know you've seen him move. Yeah. He's not, 
he's not a big guy. He's not overpowering. He looks like your average, your average everyday guy walking down the street. Right. So he literally played with his head. And I mean, when you look at his size, you you, you can you look. I'm pretty sure you have seen him and said, "Damn, I could I could fill a hole against this guy." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's not that big. Yeah, absolutely. But he's strong as hell. So he's strong. Um, and- and he, I take that back. He, he anticipates. He he definitely can anticipate. He was definitely the quarterback of your defense, and and uh, uh, you know anticipated where the ball was going. Studied. You know he he just he just worked hard. You know what I mean. So uh, I wouldn't be mad if they made him a first ballot Hall of Famer, and then I wouldn't be mad if he went in. You know the second ballot. So uh, he's going in. Uh, you know one one way or the other. It's just you know a matter of first ballot. But I. I get your point on these other guys, Patrick Willis and those guys that, that retired early or, 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 or quit early or what have you. But, um, you know, there's, there's, there's arguments to be made. So I, I don't, I wouldn't want to be, you know, the hall of fame committee that, that decides this stuff because it's tough. And, but I think they do snub certain people because of, you know, things they've done off the field, which I believe is wrong. Uh, 704-489-3316. If you want to get in on a discussion, that's the number. 704-489-3316. So we're going to talk about Diva wide receivers. We got more of the Hall of Fame. Um, but um, right now I want to get back to um, the, the 49ers and the Packers. Um, well, first, uh, kudos to to the um, Tennessee Titans. They did some stuff on the road. Uh, in, in this playoffs, I mean, they number one, they 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 barely made it in, um, and then but once once they got in, they showed out, and so you definitely gotta take your hats off to the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. Um, I think you, you're gonna see more from them once they get. A, a better quarterback in place. I don't know if Marcus Mariota is the guy. I don't know if Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. He Ryan Tannehill seems to fit in this system pretty good, but I believe they might need to go into the draft and get uh, uh, get some help at uh, quarterback. I'm gonna get you guys' thoughts on that as well. Um, the Tennessee Titans. Where where should they go here? They they seem to have the running back. Long as Derrick Henry can come back and do the things that he done, he seemed to be a more second second uh, half. The way the way his running style is, I don't think you can run him that much all year long, or you're not gonna have him at the end of the year like they had him this this year. So. Um, Tennessee Titans can't go forward uh, depending on Derrick Henry to get you back here. If you've barely got into the playoffs, that means, you know, you need some kind of quarterback to get you that that first half to win you games in that first half of the season and then, you know, let Derrick Henry cut loose at the second half of the season to to fight in the playoffs for you. Um, So, uh, 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 J.B., uh, give me your thoughts on the Tennessee Titans and what n- moves they need to make because they had a hell of a run here at the end of the season. They seem to be built for that with their running back who's who leads the way for them. It's kind of built even in the games. He's a second-half guy. He he. Uh, they showed the stats. He had more rushing yards and more carries in the second half of the game than than anybody. I mean, the the close he was the closest dude. And that that did that the closest running back that did had done that was five hundred and forty some odd yards away from him. So 
um, what do what do the what should the Titans do going forward with their um, offense? Their defense seems to be uh, pretty pretty good, um, but their offense I think needs work. Um, I think I, I think when you I think Ryan Tannehill is the guy when you look at his numbers. He, uh, I, I mean, when you look at his numbers regular season, he was nine and three. He came in. He beat Tom Brady. He played efficient. Ryan Tannehill can throw the football. Where he's not one of these guys that has to chuck it around 35, 40 times a game in order for you to win. I think that I think that the the, the, the contract that they initially structured with him on the first year, and then with the two year, and then the two year deal, I think they're gonna they're gonna have to either resign him or go with one of these guys coming out this year. Now, I think with Derrick Henry, you got to find another thumper. You got, like you said, you got to find a guy who can take some of those carries off of him early in the season that can catch the ball out of the backfield but still run between the tackles strong mm. and then use Derrick Henry to be your workhorse the last, you know, seven, eight games of the season, depending on how it's playing out. Um, I think the interior of that line, they really need to solidify um, – you know, one of those guard positions because they're weak there. And I still think that one thing they need to do, Tennessee, when you look at the defense they run and knowing Mike Vrabel coming from a Belichick coach on defense, you need to shut down corner. Mm-hmm. You, if you get a corner that can take away a third of that field, it allows you to do different things with the other 10, per, uh, 10 personnel to, to be more confusing, drop more people in coverage, or send that extra guy in blitzing. So I think from the cornerback, well, starting first from the offensive line, starting first. Then I would focus more on that cornerback position, getting a lockdown corner, because you can find running backs throughout the league. Yeah. It's getting a guy in there that can learn that system and be a guy who can spell Henry. So he could have force for you in the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, JT, do you think the Tennessee Titans will be back next year uh, in capacity, uh, going and upsetting people and uh, what have you? You think they'll, they'll make it playoffs uh, next year? No, I don't. I don't have no confidence in them. Mm. Uh, Kansas City showed them how one-dimensional they are, yeah. um, and they and they showed the blueprint for how you stop uh, Derrick Henry. The uh, 69 yards was all he got in that ball game. So they they gave team you got film to look at now. So you know, no, I don't have no confidence unless they do unless they uh, make a change at quarterback and get some guys that's going to help them in that system get over the hump. You know, they've got to be fluition uh, on both offense and defense in order to get something done. Um, also, um, a footnote, Kansas City has made the Super Bowl for the first time since 1969. Yeah. This will be their first Super Bowl appearance <laughs> since 1969. Funny how we don't ever hear anything about that. Yeah, nobody talk about I that. that was <laughs> they always want to talk about the Cowboys not being there in 25, 30 years or whatever. <laughs> These mugs ain't been there in, since 1969. So we talk about 50, 52 years. It's like 52 years. I was a year old when they made the when they made the um No, it was 50, yeah, 51, 50 years. Uh uh I was a year old when the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> Was was in was in the damn uh, Super Bowl. It'd be fifty one wow. years. Whew. That's a long time. You talk about some diehard fans, some diehard Kansas City fans. 
Boy, oh boy. Name a player. Name a player from that team. You can't name uh, <laughs> you can't name a player. You, you, maybe the coach. Keep matriculating the ball down hey. the field, boys. Hey, Hank Stram and Hank Dick Stram. Night Train Lane. Remember Dick go. Night Train Lane, the quarterback that they changed uh uh they implemented pass interference because they used to close line motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not, it's not the show. I don't think they the had ten strikes back then, man. I don't think so. They had the one bar on their on they face mask. They had one bar. They had the punter the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, JT, thank you for that correction because I said 1967 earlier. Yeah. And I know if Donnie ain't on the line, I know he was probably itching me to say, I can't wait. I'm, I'll let JB know he was two years off. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's still a long time. It's still a had long time. Helmets to get in there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm glad to see new meat. I'm glad to see new meat in the in the Super Bowl. Um, only uh, only thing. <laughs> there you go. Thinking you're on the Bruliana show. <laughs> Catch JB on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. The Bruliana show. Uh, Parental discretion is advised, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm glad to see some new blood. Let me put it that way: some new blood in the uh, in the in the um, Super Bowl. Uh, it's just it's, it's been a while since, since the 49ers. Well, they were there what 2013. It ain't been that long, but even if the 49ers make it, the Packers make it, it's still been a while since both of those teams hey, been woo, there. Woo. Yeah. Who's the quarterback the last time the 49ers made the Super Bowl? Colin Kaepernick won. Yep. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, so, you know, here they go. Ooh, sounds like somebody in a car wreck in the background. Let me put that on mute there for a minute. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk uh, diva wide receivers in the NFL. And... um. And then we're going to talk about the uh, the Super Bowl matchup between whoever might be the Kansas City Chiefs opponent between Green Bay Packers and the um, San Francisco 49ers. Hopefully it ain't the 49ers. Keep it right here. We'll be right back off Topic Sports, Big Woo Radio. Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you couture officially endorsed by Big Blue Radio Radio Ooh baby we about to get freaky what you got here it's the love lasso the ultimate adult sex toy oh I like that for couples, surely, to help you and your partner reach your ideal climax. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo. Mm-hmm. Yes, fellas. Giving you that extra grip and bringing her closer to you as you're spreading them lips. Ooh, now that's what I'm talking about, baby. Mm-hmm. Soft to the touch, lightweight and flexible. The love lasso is also washable. Comes in red, black, pink, and white. Mm. Let's get the bedroom jumping right Give me the love lasso baby I'm ready Boy you so crazy Go to thelassocompany.com And order yours Tell them Nayana Renee sent you 
Ooh, baby, this is gonna be so much fun. Ooh, put your leg through here. Put this around your neck. Oh yeah, right there. Go to thelovelassocompany.com to order your love lasso today. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. 704-489-3316. That's the number to get in if you want to cover any topics that we're talking about or any topics that you have on your mind. That's fine. That's all good. 704-489-3316. We've been talking about the uh, Tennessee Titans and if they'll be able to make it back. JT don't seem to think they will make it back to the playoffs uh, unless they make some adjustments at quarterback and uh, things like that And uh, bringing in uh, JB said they need to bring in Another running back To take some of them uh, Carries uh, In the first part of the season For uh, Derek Henry I also agree That they need to bring in Another quarterback Somebody That can um, Hold it down When Derek Henry Is kind of Maxing and relaxing Chill my will You know what I mean um, and um, I think they also need to bring in another uh, pounding running back or somebody that can catch the ball out of the backfield. That would be great to uh, keep him off, keep the defense off off uh, kilter. Um, well, we also talked about, well, we're going to talk about uh, Diva wide receivers, but we also uh, talked about who would be the one to represent the NFC in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, alongside the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahone and Andy Reid, so I think Andy, I think the um, myself, I believe that the um, Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl, um, despite Andy Reid and his bad luck having ass. Uh, because he, he just could never seem to get up over the hump. This is Andy Reid. So congratulations to Andy Reid for making it to his second Super Bowl. He should have been the damn like five or six of them, but he just couldn't do it. He couldn't get out of the NFC Championship game. Uh, but despite Andy Reid, I believe the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes uh, made it to the Super Bowl. Um because Andy Reid, hey, yes, he, Andy, hold on. Andy Reid is a good coach. Andy Reid is a, a great coach, and I think this will solidify his spot in the Hall of Fame if he gets this win, um, thanks to Patrick Mahomes and and that team that they've built over there. But I think if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid would not. He would absolutely not be sitting in the Super Bowl right now. Um, I'm gonna get the guys' hey, thoughts on it. Go ahead, JB. I was just gonna say we gotta look at this too. When 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 they looked at when they went to those I think four straight or five straight NFC championships with mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb, they were robbed out of two of those out of, out of two of those games which 
when you go back and you look at the defense that they had those years, they would have had a great chance to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, we, we, we really have to look at has Andy, Andy Reid has an issue of not getting the most out of the running backs when he's had quality running backs. But uh, like you say, I agree with you. He, he he has to get out of his way, which I think he has when you look at what he's doing with Kansas City. I just don't think that they've been able to really run the ball effectively since, you know, they lost their boy. Uh, I can't recall his name right now, but he he got into some trouble. They got rid of him, and then he went to Cleveland. So, oh, yeah. Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt, yeah. They haven't had a consistent uh, running game since they've left, left him. And, and I think that if they have to face San Francisco, you have to look at, at what team does what best. And like JT said, defense wins championships. And they got a three-headed monster in San Francisco, which if you shut one down, you still got to worry about the other two, plus a fullback that can run the ball as well. Hmm. So, you, you know, you have to look at plus Kyle Shanahan has been there more times than to the big game. The the difference, I think the difference here with that is, number one, um, San Francisco, uh, yeah, if you got a quarterback that sits in the pocket and they, the offensive line ain't that good, uh, they can get to the quarterback. But Patrick Mahomes is a different different breed, and he's going to make plays with his feet. He's going to make plays on the run, passing downfield as well. And he's got several weapons to pay. you got Sammy Watkins. you got Tyreek Hill. And you got the big boy, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. So there's, there is just so many. And then, and then if uh, Shady McCoy is able to play in the Super Bowl, uh, then you got Damon Williams and Shady McCoy in the back backfield. So I think there's a lot of – Shady McCoy, yeah, he just didn't play today because he was ill. He is, he was sick, uh, but he's been playing for that that Kansas City team. But they ain't really needed to use him a whole lot. You know, he's old, so they they can't use him. But but when you can get something out of him, especially in the Super Bowl, and it's gonna be his his this probably be his first Super Bowl he play in. So he gonna he I think I think Shady McCoy gonna try to show out. But even even with that being said, um, I think what 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 happens is with with, with uh, San Francisco is if they gonna they gonna take that run game away. They gonna take the run game away by leaving them off the field. And then if they if San Francisco get behind, I don't think they're a comeback kind of team with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I you know I I really if the Forty ers make it and have to play Kansas City, I think that's gonna be a problem. Them trying to play from behind because you can play ahead with with San Francisco can play ahead, but the problem is Kansas City scores quickly. They can score fast. And I don't – as good as that defense might be, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Kansas City. That That's yet to be seen. But um, go ahead, JT. I know you had something you, you wanted to uh, chime in about something real quick. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to say, in my opinion, Andy Reid is the Steve Kerr of coaching in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. talent. I agree that. Andy Reid, then, it's not his coaching ability. He's got to have talent, and that's what he got. Without talent, you really see what his coaching – never really been exposed to what his coaching ability is because he's always had some kind of talent there. But when right. it's when it's been dependent upon him making a coaching move or decision, the results have pretty much spoke spoke for themselves. Yeah. And I I'm I misspoke. I said Andy Reid had uh, already had a Super Bowl. He'd been to a Super Bowl. He hadn't won a Super Bowl yet. So um this Well be- Andy Reid has a Super Bowl Andy Reid has a Super Bowl with Green Bay. You gotta Green remember Bay. he was the office quarterback and quarterback coach for yeah. Brett Favre, and he had John Gruden and Steve Mariucci, 
on that staff as yeah. well. And you got to think, coming from Mike Holmgren, Mike Holmgren was the first guy to really implement the shotgun in the West Coast offense to start yeah. going with. Well, he know, don't have a so, he don't have a Super Bowl ring as a head coach. Um, Not I, yet. I thought he. I, I was. I was saying that he did. That he would have two, but this would be his first one as a head coach. Uh, and I think it'd be despite him, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> despite him, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I think Kansas City is really gonna be just too much to deal with. And if their defense plays, you know, half as good as they've been playing. Uh, the past few weeks, then yeah, they, I think they're going to be stopped. They're going they're going to win by a, a big margin, um, uh, because they're going to put it in the hands of Jimmy Garoppolo, and I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. And that's that reminds me of this game today. I think they, the, the 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 Green Bay Packers are going to make Jimmy Garoppolo beat them, and I don't think the more he throws the ball, the more prone he is to to turn it over and, and make mistakes. And I think it's going to come down to a, a veteran against a young man at quarterback. I think that's what's going to come down to. I know everybody think the defense is going, you know, but the defense can't put up touchdowns. They can stop and put up touch, stop the other team putting up scores. But I, I think that's going to be too tall of a task against uh, uh, um, Aaron Rodgers being the veteran that he is and being, you know, clutch when it comes time to be clutch. If, if Aaron Rodgers don't play well, San Francisco wins. Aaron Rodgers play well. Uh, and, and, and don't forget, Green Bay has a running game as well with the other Aaron. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick, Lou. When you look at, when you look at Green Bay and San Francisco today and then you look at the potential matchup next uh, for the Super Bowl, Whose offensive line do you trust more versus the defensive line? Who 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 do you think is going to win in the trenches? Because I'm going to tell you something. Between you Green Bay game, and when San you, Francisco, when you, when you look, hold on. When you look at the game that Tennessee played against the Titans, and understanding that Andy Reid is one in, he he he's one and uh, he's two and eight versus Tennessee and the teams who've beaten him, they've been dominant at the line of scrimmage. Now, when you look at this game today and you look at the game earlier in the season when they played, I think, in week 11 or week 12, San Francisco dominated. The offensive line dominated the defensive line, and the, our defensive line dominated Green Bay's offensive line, minus two starters. So, it, so, so you know, Aaron Rodgers can Aaron – Ro, it, it is huge, but here's the deal. Aaron Rodgers can play, has played well in the past, and they still lost. What does that run game do for him? If he throws the ball 40, 45 times or more there today, they're not going to win that game because now you got a defensive line where you have every guy on that line that has six and a half, right. almost seven. Oh, stacks. yeah. If, so if Aaron Rodgers get down, if they get down early and a lot, this is not going to be good because uh, that's what happened in, in the uh, second half of the last game. Um, they were They were down. You know, I think it was thirteen to nothing, and then a couple mistakes, couple turnovers. The next thing you know, you 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 down, you know, twenty something to nothing. And then you know it gets ugly after that because they didn't have they didn't have the the old line um, to where that you could drop back and just pass every down against a defense like like uh, San Francisco who can pin their ears back with a four man front and come and get you. You know what I mean? So um, if if it if it goes 
uh, if it goes the way of San Francisco early, then look for, you know, uh, San Francisco to pull this game out because uh, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be able to pay, play from behind and throw the ball. They're going to have to have that run game. So they're going to have to implement that run game with the other Aaron and then let Aaron Rodgers do work. So we'll see how they start the game out. If they're going to run heavy, run the ball heavy, keep Jimmy Garoppolo off the, off the field and wear down that uh, 49er defense. So when they do decide to pass the ball and drop back, the defense will be too tired to just keep coming after him, keep coming at him, keep coming after him. We'll see. But um, it's going. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to start out early. He's going to have to jump on them early. And uh, I think the game has is, is underway, just got started, I believe. But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens, man. But I'm going with – I'm sure you're picking the 49ers, JB. Uh, I'm going with Green Bay. JT, who you, who you got? Yeah, believe it or not, because of, because of defense, man, I think the 49ers win. Okay, I'm taking defense over the, 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 the veteran Aaron Rodgers. Okay. But like Stephen A. Smith say, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. And I think he's he's kind of on the downside of his career, so that could be a factor as well. That could be a factor when you're going into a game like this, even though you're a veteran and you got experience and you've been here before, whereas probably none of the guys on the 49ers have been, been here before. Um, and I think I, 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 t- I tend to take the Not experience over. You have to look at um, uh, um, number 25, um, what's his name? Richard Sherman has been Richard in, Sherman, yeah. Has, Richard Sherman on the defensive several, side, yeah. A couple of people wrote, and then you have to look at Tevin sure. Colvin. Tevin Colvin was on the Atlanta Falcons when they lost that game against New England when they were up, when they failed to run the ball. So with that, um, with that, there, are, with that, uh, there are a couple of guys on that team that came over from that Atlanta team sure. that are familiar with and that are familiar with Kyle Shanahan's offense. Um, that is, so um, it's, a, it's only it's a few, but it's good they got that leadership in there to help them along the way. Absolutely. And, and, and you know the ball ain't going to uh, Rich Sherman's side at all. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, do not throw, does not throw the ball in Aaron Sherman, Aaron, uh, 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 Sherman's direction, at all. Well, well, woo. I'm seeing something right now uncharacteristic with a uh, with a solid defense because the, the, the defense that San Francisco runs, Richard Sherman, he basically plays the same one in Seattle where he's playing left corner. He's been he's been at right corner. He's at right corner right now, and I just seen him at the slot not too long ago on the right on, on the left side of the offense, right side of defense. So they're doing some uncharacteristic things right now, and, and not playing how they would normally come out running a base package. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's interesting, but it's, I don't like it. But they, but hell, they know more than I do, so. We'll see how it play out. <laughs> it don't look good so far. <laughs> <laughs> 11 minutes to go. Green Bay's got the ball. Uh, 11 minutes and, I guess, 11.30 left in the uh, first quarter. No score. Green Bay, 49ers, but 13-3, and uh, fighting to go to the Super Bowl, man. So, we'll see uh, how it turns out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for the Packers over the 49ers uh, just because I want to see Kansas City win. 
And I think Kansas City will blow out the Packers. <laughs> I really, I really do. <laughs> I really, I really think they'll blow out the Packers, and they're gonna have a they they'll have a tougher time with the Forty ers if the Forty ers win with that defense. But um, I still think well, Kansas you know, City well, well, will beat either one of those teams. <laughs> Good. When Dallas, when Dallas is able to get to the NFC title game in the next six to seven years. I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't doubt it. I expect it. I expect it. Uh, but I tell you what, though, uh, I hope. I hope if we do make it to the Super Bowl next year, I hope Kansas City ain't there. Uh, but I think Kansas City is gonna be there with with Patrick Mahomes on that squad, and they and they they stay healthy. They're gonna be hard to beat. And I don't care if it's the the Baltimore Ravens or who, but uh, th- these Kansas City Chiefs are going to be hard to beat because Patrick Mahomes just don't – he don't make a lot of mistakes, man. And when you got a quarterback oh, no. that don't make a lot of mistakes or don't make mistakes, period. I mean, he ain't – I don't think he threw an interception in, in, at all in these playoffs. He ain't threw an interception. I don't think he no. threw an interception in the last few – I mean, so – I mean, I, I don't have his stats in front of me right here, but but he don't he don't turn the ball over. And when you well, got a quarterback um, that don't turn the ball over, you do. Four Good. touchdowns, zero interceptions, and um, I, I can't recall, but he has an incredible QBR on third down. Yeah, uh, that, that's what, that's what you got to look at right there. So, you know, in these few games, he's been throwing twelve touchdowns so far. Twelve that, touchdowns that says it all. <laughs> I think he ran for two or three. You know, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. if they need a first down, it's, it's like you think you got these guys number you got them dead to rights you know third and 15 or third and whatever and you're going to get him off the field and he'll either run for a touchdown or he'll throw it for a touchdown or you think he about to run and then he'll throw it to somebody for a touchdown or for a first down and it's just it's just it's just tough to stop and i and i thought lamar jackson which he is don't get me wrong i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold his feet to the fire for this one game that he lost in the playoffs and it's only his second you know second trip to the playoffs i'm not gonna hold his feet to the fire they're gonna be a very good team um and they're gonna be it's gonna be i think it's gonna be between baltimore and chiefs for the next three or four years it's gonna be uh they're gonna battle to, be, to go to the the, the um, super bowl um but uh i think you know patrick mahomes right now is is the guy to beat and i don't know if any one of these teams left can beat him there's nobody i don't think they can beat him Unless, unless the uh, bad luck, the bad luck of uh, of Andy Reid start rearing this ugly head, and um, they just you know some kind of fluke happens and, and they lose, but I really don't think the Forty ers or the Packers can 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 beat them. We can we'll see uh, what Andy Reid is able to do as a coach to help them uh, win the Super Bowl. But I think it's going to come down to that the, the talent on the team that actually gets them the win. Um, but well, again, we'll see. Well, well, mm-hmm. I, I, I think when you look at Andy Reid and him bringing Spagnola back over, because you remember Spagnola coached under Jim Johnson when they were in Philly together before he went and he took the job as a New York uh, coach. And, and then so when you look at the defense they're running, Kansas City really don't have the personnel to do what he really wants to do. If you were to take a, a, a Baltimore or a Tennessee defense and give that to to uh, um, uh, your boy in Kansas City. What's his name? Um, the quarterback. Damn, I'm having a brain freeze. In Kansas City? 
Yeah. If you was to take what's what's the quarterback name? Um, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. If you were to give Patrick Mahomes a Baltimore Ravens or a Tennessee Titan defense, mm. they would be a true a true force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Because you know they get the ball back and they get off the field on third down. Yeah. And give you more possessions. You know, and that's what he needs. That defense has played well since the twelfth since the twelfth week of the season, and they've fared well against the run. But is that who they are, and can they sustain that even right. going into the Super Bowl? We that's the question. Teams do that, and then they fall because they revert back to who they are mm-hmm. when the big game gets there. You right. know what I'm saying? Case in point: Look when Peyton Manning won his first Super Bowl. That defense had to step up in six straight games, had to be a top five defense against the run, yeah. and they were able to go and win the Super Bowl. So even though they played against a, a Rex Grossman-led offense, still they had a good running game. <laughs> Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's, that's what you got to look at, I yep. think. Yep. All right. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, I got Kansas City Chiefs winning it all. I'm sure um, I'm sure you got the um, 49ers winning it all. JT, who you got taking it all, buddy? Ultimately, because of the way the offense scores, I can't see nobody beating Kansas City because they run a fast-break offense and they put up points in a hurry. And the way that they've done in the last two weeks where they blew the game open within a matter of minutes, I can't see them not winning at all. Yeah, they play. They they are never out of it. No matter how many points you score on them, they are never out of it. All right. So uh, right before we go, I want to talk about these diva wide receivers, man. Odell Beckham Jr. should um should he just shut his mouth? Should he get fined? Should he be out of the league? What's 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 up with Odell Beckham uh, JT? What you think should happen to Odell Beckham? For well, for people that don't know, he slapped the referee on the, on the behind in the uh, locker room at LSU, taking all the shine from LSU. Plus, he was out there giving them cash on the field, um, which he should know that's illegal. You can't do that in the NCAA. Just give college kids cash. Although Joe Burrow, he didn't care because he ain't even in school no more. He don't give a damn. He took the money ran but um uh, the rest of those kids now they're gonna be an investigation and, and if they took the money then they're gonna be in trouble so he in there getting people in trouble taking the limelight out of them what should happen to odell beckham jr jt well nothing's gonna happen as far as the money because the money was fake money um but it's a maturity factor and why would you be out there taking the sign away from those kids who and you know had an incredible season and showed you why they were the best team in college football no way should you be out there trying to outshine and take the sign away from those kids. Yeah. To me, that's the major problem where it pertains to that. And then the immaturity level for the things that you did on the field and in the locker room. It's like, dude, I get it. You're not used to winning because of the organizations that you've been in in the pros haven't done anything and yeah. you haven't contributed to anything where it pertains to that. But don't go out there and ruin it for, you know what I'm saying, your alma mater and people that, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting it done. Right, and getting it done. Yeah. Doing it the right way. Don't don't put don't go out there and do that. That's the only problem I have with it. Um, so Joe Burrow said in an interview that money, Joe Burrow said huh? in an interview that the money was real. He's like he was out there and he said the money was for sure real. Report I got was the money was fake mm. because we do. Everybody knows that's a violation. Yeah, there's no way that you can be out there doing it. The money, to my understanding, was fake. And even that was another report that came out. It was fake. I don't know what he did when he got in the locker room, but the reports that I've seen, he got in and he said the money was fake because if the money was real, 
imagine what we would be talking about because they would have already did their investigation and we already came back with a result. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they hey, were going man, off of what Joe real Burrow real said. What Joe Burrow said. I guess it was going by what Joe Burrow said that uh, he said that, you know, the money was real. He said that in an interview on, on someone's podcast. So who knows? He could have been. But, whoa, uh, let's, yeah. let's, let's listen to this because I'm going to tell you something. You know, um, how can I put this? I happen to have associated with individuals that have been involved in counterfeit money. And, and so when, when you understand that, how does he know? Because you, you, you have to know, you, unless you know what type of paper it is, how much it weighs, the type of ink. When you look at counterfeit money, unless you've really dealt with it, you really don't know. And I don't think that he has a keen eye for it. So I don't think we can take Joe Burrow's opinion, you know, word for what he thinks is real and what's fake. Sure. And like JT said, they know this is an NCAA violation which could raise some red flags. And... And and if that's the case, Odell Odell Beckham had a subpar year and it's not due to his fault in Cleveland. Let's just call it what it is. I can't I can't throw a lot of that on him. For the most part, he was a good Samaritan throughout the season and towards the end. But to go to a college game and do what he did, you know, I, I think that shows his level of selfishness and holds, it shows that he's really drinking his own Kool Aid right now. Yeah, I think he might have been drinking more than Kool Aid all day waiting on that game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what the problem. Was. That's a he great was, setup. He, he, was, he was in New Orleans, okay? Well, Baton Rouge, wherever they wherever they party, Death Valley, you know, Death Valley, they parties all day before the sun come up. They start drinking uh, uh, before the game. So, and he did look like he might have had one or two too many because you had to have one or two too many to slap a police officer on the ass. I mean, come on, hey, now. Whoa. Let me ask you this real quick. If you haven't seen it, there's a there's a there's a show there's a guy on YouTube who's um, interviewing a lot of NFL players that are retiring, mm-hmm. and you've got quite a few NFL players who come out and they said that for the most part, most of their games they played in they were high. Mm. They had smoked a blunt or a joint before the game, yeah. or at halftime and got settled in. To really go out there and perform how they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. that's that's not, you know, that's really not a, a secret anymore. I mean, I don't know how much of a secret it was even before. I mean, it was probably something that was kept on the hush, for, of course, for obvious reasons. But I still, think a lot of people knew and just you know, it just wasn't something that was made uh, uh, public. But now, you know, a lot of people know know that now a lot of a lot of players have coming out come out admitted especially in the nba they admitted you know that they you know after they retired that they you know they smoked and got high before the before the game or whatever um so you know that it is what it is uh jt got an over and under for us we got time for one man yeah i got one is it over is it under it's time for jt's over under over under over under man jt's over and under what you got for us man all right man anybody that watched the ufc last night and watched the return of conor mcgregor seeing him uh beat the guy under uh 40 seconds last night my question to the panel is are are things like that good for the sport taking you back to when tyson used to do it 
are those things good for those type of sports, guys that, you know what I'm saying, show a dominance, you know mm. what I'm saying, in their sport? Is that good or bad for the, for their sport? I think it's good because we know Conor McGregor ain't going to continue to do that. That was Conor McGregor's first win since uh, 2016 or something like that. He hadn't won anything, you know, so it was probably good for him and maybe good for the sport, but not good for Cowboy because, you know, he was kind of billed as somebody that was, you know, up and coming or supposed to be the, you know, next dominant guy in in, um, UFC, and then he let – old ass Conor McGregor come in and whoop him in record time. So, um I think it's, it's it does it's, I don't think it's going to hurt UFC at all. Um it definitely helps uh, Conor McGregor for when he go to these um uh um uh, weigh-ins and and these press conferences and stuff and, and his antics. Now he he can he can continue with his antics and his colorful antics and his, the way he acts, his colorful attitude and stuff like that. It, it, it looks it helps him look better in that sense because you can't just keep talking junk like he talk at these places and keep going and losing. So uh with him winning I think that helps him, and it, it doesn't diminish UFC at all. I mean, sometimes you you there, there's quick knockouts in UFC um, because number one, you get to use your knees, you get to use your elbows, you get to hit people while they're on the ground, and so you know there's gonna be fast knockouts from time to time in UFC, especially when somebody come in with a flying knee. Uh, what do you think, uh, JB? I think it's good for the sport because. Some of these young cats you see coming up, they find out that they're not who they thought they were. Yeah. You know, what's that old saying? You know, everything everything is all well and fine until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think we've all been on, I think we've all been on that side of understanding how you got to change your plan up and and, and, and that either you go, either you're going to fall. You're going to fight or you're going to flight, That's you it. know? So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, JB. I think it's good for the sport because, for you know, sport. you can't have people coming through the when – you, when you look at Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey got cocky. We yeah. found out what she was made of until she had a couple of women step in the ring with her and punch her in the mouth and put her down. And mm-hmm. then she realized she really didn't want it no more. So, are you a cupcake? <laughs> Or you the fool? Or you the fool? Or you the fool bake? You the, you know what I'm saying? You be baking cupcakes, or you baking a ham or a turkey? Knocked her you ass into acting. That's what happened. Knocked her ass into acting. She, she's an actress. She's an actress now. <laughs> she, she's on the she show. Looking, she started looking good to Sylvester Stallone and all the Schwarzeneggers in their later years. Exactly. She's on the show called Nine One One. Go figure. Uh, so that's it. Ronda Rousey. Nine one one acting. She got ass knocked into. I bet you she plays a handsome guy on that show. <laughs> Actually, she's she's a firefighter, so you know. Oh okay. <laughs> 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 all right, so there it is, man. Another one in the books, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. All of everybody, everybody that's uh, checked us out on uh, BigWooRadio dot com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store and all our iPhone people to search us out. Man, keep following us on all our social media at Big Woo Radio. We got a lot of things coming up. Don't forget, Tuesday, the Bruliana Show, and Friday, the Floyd Poetry Show. At 6 o'clock, Bruliana Show at 7 o'clock on Tuesday. It's going to be a stone-cold blast, man. That is. Y'all got any shout-outs before you go, man, JB? Hey, I just want to shout-out, you know, 
course, JT, Nima, Nayana, Renee, Donnie, Spacio, Bigger, Kendra D, everybody out there in Big Woo Radio land. Stay rocking with us. Tune in Tuesday. Yep. You heard me? There you go. JT, JT, you shouting out anybody? Shout out to y'all, man. Another dope sports show, man. Check out the game, man. That's what we go off the air, man. See who's going to be the other end of the Super Bowl. And we'll give you a preview, you know what I'm saying, next Sunday on the sports show. You know what I'm saying? Legitimately, who we think going to take it all uh, in the NFL. And we'll also talk about LeBron and, and the AD coming back. And we'll talk about Zion as he makes his NBA debut this Wednesday night against the Portland Trailblazers. We'll yeah. talk about all of that next week, man. But shout out to everybody, man, for listening in. No doubt. We appreciate you so much, man. So, on behalf, uh, the game is uh, 7 nothing right now. Uh, uh, San Francisco up. Green Bay had the ball. Now they don't. Uh, so, like two minutes, almost two minutes uh, left in the first quarter. Can't show checking it out. So, go Packers. Uh, on behalf of my man, James, J.T. Thompson, <laughs> Thomas Donnie Martin, J.B., Mr. 299, Nima yeah. L, the poetic goddess, Nayana Renee, Lil Bucky, Big Les, yes. Spacio Bigger, Kendra D. I'm Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. Look, I fall back in order to avoid contamination. The game is full of garbage. Nothing about it that's motivate. I listen to your bars. I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working. Can't believe what I walked in on. When You're I listening to Big Woo Radio. Told my brother everybody know that man got flow. He'll force to be reckoned with. The beast is dated, but the razor shall flow with me.